welcome to Power Problems. This is your host, Maggie Musler. And your host, Gabby Felder. Today we'll be discussing how Margaret Atwood shows a contrast between the responsibilities of men and women in Gilead society to show that men have more power than women in her novel, Handmaid's Tale. I'm so excited to talk about this. It's really interesting. Me too. So, The Handmaid's Tale takes place in dystopian America where women are second-class citizens. Alfred is forced to become a handmaid, which means that her only duty is to provide children for one of the society's commanders. The handmaids are not even considered people and are given little to no rights. In Gilead society, women can also be wives who do nothing but live with their husbands or Marthas who work in kitchens and do everyday chores. So no matter what role women have, they are still second class to the men. The wives in Handmaid's Tale are given the illusion of power to feel like they have control in society when they actually do not have any power at all. On page 13 of The Handmaid's Tale, Alfred sees the commander's wife knitting a scarf for an angel, which is a high-class soldier of Gilead. Alfred speculates that the scarves the wives are told to knit aren't actually given to the angels, but just unraveled to be knitted again. Alfred then says, maybe it's just something to keep them busy, to give them a sense of purpose. I actually think this is such an interesting part of the book because it was just like a little passing thing that Alfred noticed and just said quickly it didn't even really relate to what was happening in the book but it just shows like how little respect the wives have like Mm -hmm. people don't really I, I guess like they yeah people don't really care about them or like yeah they don't feel like they're important Right, exactly. They're not important enough to be given, important enough to be given, like, an actual task, like, an actual responsibility, which I think is really interesting. And then it's also interesting how Alfred sees it. Yeah, she notices it. Yeah. And, well, we don't actually know Mm -hmm. if the scarves are given to the angels or not, but it, like, Alfred sees it and she's like, this isn't real. Like, this is just, like, a fake illusion of power. Maybe it's, like, she feels the same way. That's why she notices it. Yeah, I agree with that. She's like, oh, this is happening to everyone. Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting to think about. On the first page of the article, Feminism and Politics in The Handmaid's Tale, the author Jill Swale writes, Confinement of Women to the Home. In this part of the article, Swale compares the control of the Taliban in Afghanistan to further prove that in society like Gilead could exist in real life. Women were confined to their homes in both of these societies. This idea of confining women to the home and having them do simple, meaningless tasks is an example of how women have less power than men. Women are not given any significant responsibilities, unlike the men in Gilead who are dependent upon to keep the people safe and essentially run the government. These are obviously important responsibilities, and they put men in a powerful position. The wives, who are confined to the home, do not have any power because they do not have any important responsibilities. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Meow Bites. Meow Bites! Meow! Do you have a cat? Is your cat hungry? Then try our cat food meow bites. My cat Gabby loves them. It's perfect. Meow. Go to your local pet supply store and purchase some meow bites today. Meow. And now back to our scheduled program.
Okay, welcome back to Power Problems. Let's jump right back into our discussion about A Handmaid's Tale. Okay, because she's a handmaid, Alfred's only responsibility is to have children, and she does not have the power to change her role or do anything besides the small task she is given as a handmaid. The handmaids are brainwashed in the Red Center to believe that their only purpose is to have children. They have to say this prayer as a part of their training to become a handmaid. O oh God, obliterate me, make me fruitful, mortify my flesh that I may be multiplied, let me be fulfilled. And Margaret Atwood writes that on page 194 of Handmaid's Tale. When they say, let me be fulfilled, it shows that the handmaids only exist to have children, and without children they are not fulfilled. The women who are handmaids have no power to do anything besides have children. They are taught to think that the only reason they exist is to give birth. This shows how handmaids are manipulated into believing that they do not need to be powerful. They do not need to have any responsibilities besides having children. In the article, Discourse and Oppression in Margaret Atwood's The Handmaid's Tale, Frederick Peterson writes about how women like Offred in Gilead society do not have a voice because their language is dominated by the males in society. On page 6, Peterson writes, Although Offred evidently produces her story, reading and writing are banned for most people as a result of the regime's attempt to control and repress opposition. The handmaids do not have the power to express their thoughts through reading or writing. Not being able to do these acts are extremely limiting to the handmaids. This also gives the men in society the power to control what the handmaids do. Everyday tasks such as reading and writing are not allowed because they take focus off the handmaids' primary duty, which is having children. Um, to the handmaids, books in reading and writing are all luxury to them, but as for the men and the, the commanders, that's not a luxury. That's normal for them. Yeah, like, the commander has, like, a whole library yeah. of books in his in his office, and nobody, like, tells him he's not allowed to have that. Even though technically he's not allowed to have it, nobody comes and stops him. Yeah, he has the power. He has to, enough power right. where, like, he can, right, like you were going to say, yeah. like, he can have those things and not be... In trouble, but yeah. the women, specifically the handmaids, don't have any power, don't have the power to decide for themselves if they can read mm -hmm. or write. They mm -hmm. just, the choice is made for them. By the men. Right. Exactly. And the men who have the ability to read and write. Right. Exactly. So it just shows, like, they, the men are just way more privileged than the women mm -hmm. in this society. And it goes back to like them having children too because like the men it it's the men that tell them you're only allowed to have children you the only reason the men aren't having the children is because they physically can't yes. or else they would be right well and i think that's part of it but also like the they would rather put the responsibility of you know of oh, the pain and yeah, yeah onto someone else and it's easy because it's another... And they reap the benefits of it. Right. They get the benefits of the... Because they get to the... brainwash the society, the further generation. Yeah. They get the benefits of... Like, they benefit from the women being oppressed. Mm -hmm. And that... That's basically... That's exactly that's what it is. That's why they stay in power. Right. That's why they stay in power. That's why they have power to begin with. Well, that concludes this discussion of social power in A Handmaid's Tale. 
We hope you found this topic as interesting as we did. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time on Power Problems.